Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Friday, August the 27th, 2021. So over the next two days, we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 15. There's a story that Jesus tells. It's often called the parable of the lost son. I think it should be called the parable of the loving father. We'll talk a little bit about that as the next two days go on, but I'm just going to read the part about the younger son today. Luke 15, 11 says, Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, father, give me sh my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomachs, his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they begin to celebrate. So over the next couple of days, I want to talk to you about how I think most of us can relate to one or two or the other brother in the story, and maybe we can relate to both. Henry Nouwen wrote a little book about the prodigal son in which he said we should be able to relate to the younger son, the older son, and then eventually even the father. But maybe we identify more closely with one or the other. I think these are the two main responses that we have to God as people. And some of us, we think maybe, usually in our youth, that we will just go out and we will take on the world by ourselves, that we know what's best for us, and that we don't need to rely on any father to help us along or to tell us anything. And so we run off. And this younger son, he, he asked for everything, his inheritance early, which is basically saying to a father, I wish you were dead. Like you get inheritances after people die. And so he gets that inheritance, which is more, the father does more than I would do as a father, right? Uh, he gives him his share of the inheritance and he goes out and he just does whatever he wants pretty much. And it says he wastes all that money in wild living. And then he finds himself broke. And, and generally, many of us have, uh, we, could, we could concur with the younger son. We could say, 
Uh, yeah, I've been there. I went out and did my own thing and it didn't go so well. It actually went horribly because we know that sin ultimately leads us to death. And so this younger son finds himself at a place where he is miserable. He doesn't have any money. He gets hired out to work with pigs, pigs that are unclean animals in his eyes as a Jew. Uh, not only is he feeding the pigs, but he's so hungry, he wants to eat what the pigs are eating. He wants to eat the pig slop. And it says that he comes to his senses and he realizes that even the servants in his dad's house have it better than he does. And so his big plan is to come back to his dad, but as a servant this time, because he's already ruined his chance to be a son. And, and the most beautiful thing happens in the story is that the dad meets him. In other words, the dad has been looking for him. The dad has been searching for him long before he walked up the road. And uh, the dad finds him and, and hugs him and kisses him, puts a ring on his finger and a robe. These are symbols of family. These are symbols of authority, the power that his father's household had, sandals on his feet, and throws a huge party. The son tries to say, Dad, just let me be a servant, but the father won't even listen to it. And so many of us, we, we, have, we can relate to this younger son because we have made a wreck of our lives. And sometimes when we come back to God, we're like, God, I'll do anything. But the message of mercy and the message of grace is that God receives us back into the family. He doesn't make us servants. He makes us children. And so the father receives back his son who has made a miserable failure of his life uh, with mercy, with grace without a lecture even. <laughs> I know many of us who are fathers and many of us who have fathers, we've heard the lectures, right? And we've given the lectures. Um, he, he, he receives him back and all he does is celebrate because his son that was lost is found. And I think for so many of us, we can relate to this is our story. This is what happened to us when we found Christ is we, we had run off and we tried everything else. We had wasted our life. We had squandered all the good things God had given us, and we were just living for ourselves. And in the process, we made a wreck of life. And we know that God is gracious and forgiving, and so we came back to God and we said, Father, forgive me, and God did, and God mercifully made us his children and, and allowed us to live with him and celebrate it even. The scripture says there's there's more celebrating in heaven over one righteous person who repents. And so this is the story of many of us. And I think that we can hear in this story that God is this loving father who forgives our mistakes and does not count them against us, does not hold them against us, and invites us back into fellowship, into relationship, that kind of relationship that we talked about that was meant for us in the garden. And so today, I hope you know, no matter how far you've gone in your life or how much of a mess maybe your life is even today, that you can always come home. And that's what this story tells us, that there is a God who is a father who wants that deep relationship with his children, and he wants us to be sons and daughters and not servants. And that's good news for you on this Friday. It's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have 
a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to 10 minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning.